0: and Bella Hadid were robbed in Greece this weekend. They were left with nothing but the $10,000 designer shirts on their backs.
1: <laughs> That's pretty funny. They're celebrities. Yeah.
2: Okay, so we have breaking news from the New York Post. Chris Cuomo once referred to himself as Fredo in a radio interview. Ah, as there you have it. CNN has spent the day saying Fredo, a reference to a Godfather movie, Fredo is actually like the N-word for Italians. Right. What? Although, of course, <laughs>
1: if you're a black
2: rapper, you can call yourself the N-word, and that's okay. But so something a bar
1: can't. What's up, my to Do Italians <laughs> say that? I don't know. It's all just so dumb. Yes. What? Let's let's hear I, a little I, of Chris Cuomo. As long as we're talking about it, come on, angry Chris Cuomo, obnoxious, self-important. Sam. La Cuomo nostra. Uh, that there is, a, there is a group of people, of politicos, who always hint that they might run but don't necessarily plunge all the way, and they are members of La Cuoma Nostra. So who am I then, Fredo? Yes, exactly. So you better be careful that they that your brother Andrew doesn't kiss you on both cheeks, and then all of a sudden they take you out into the middle of the lake, and then, where's Chris? He kisses me plenty, but because he's a great big brother. I think that in theory...
2: Ah, right. I didn't care about the uh, dust up to start with.
1: Um, no, I, you just the, you don't loathe them enough. The best part was Trump's tweet. Oh, boy. <laughs> Do I still have that? Oh, boy. So, Chris Cuomo, CNN anchor, self-important, self-satisfied smug, constantly demonizes anybody who believes differently than him, which does not justify this, is accosted in a bar by a guy rolling his, his iPhone video, whatever, his smartphone video. He says, hey, Fredo, Hey, Fredo, which I guess Rush Limbaugh is, call, Limbaugh is calling him, and they get into a dust-up, they about getting a fight, F-bombs are dropped, and Cuomo claims that Fredo is like the N-bomb for Italian people.
2: And Donald J. Trump tweeted, would Chris Cuomo be given a red flag for his recent rant, filthy language, and total loss of control? He shouldn't be allowed to have any weapon.
1: He's nuts. Oh, jeez, the president. What are you thinking? He's just trolling Chris Cuomo Absolutely. in his spare time. Absolutely. This, uh, come on, everybody. We're better than this, aren't we? They're, Wait a minute. Checking with the judges, we are not better than this.
2: <laughs> there are a number of people who would like to be the president instead of Donald Trump. One of them is Bernie Sanders, who said this recently.
1: Anybody here know how much Amazon paid in taxes last year?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I talk about that all of the time, and then I wonder why the Washington Post which is owned by Jeff Bezos, who owns Amazon, doesn't write particularly good articles about me. I don't know why. Is
2: that the whole thing? So CNN, much, yeah. CNN was making a very big deal out of how Bernie Sanders has gone into Trump territory and demonizing the media and blah, blah,
1: blah, and it's bad for America. Oh, CNN is execrable. Look it, it up. It means really, crappy. really is. <laughs>
2: school, is <laughs> school is starting back up for a lot of people. My kids got a couple of weeks. Back to school. Some of you start <clears> this week. Um how social media is causing parents to overspend on school supplies. I can definitely see how this happens in the uh, uh yeah, when you get
1: up into the older kids. Insert vacations, houses, clothes, cars, you know, social media and its nasty influence on overspending.
2: I don't feel like I'm very um susceptible to this, but maybe I'll find out different. Me neither. Kids pushing their you know, parents—strange
1: rangers. Everybody knows it.
2: Kids pushing their parents for the coolest and back-to-school gear is a late summer tradition. And today, youngsters have some backup social media influencers.
1: Who, a- that's interesting. Affluenza. I, I couldn't pressure my parents into anything. We didn't have enough money, and I knew it, so I didn't worry about it. I—I I don't remember ever even asking because I just
2: knew it wasn't an option.
1: To, yeah, I'd to have, have outgrown something, or my jeans were so full of holes. We finally schlepped off to the Sears Roebuck and got some new jeans. All the cool kids are wearing those
2: kind of shoes. What's that got to do with me? Um, parents, at least six in ten say their children are influenced by peers or social media in making their back to school wish list. Peers or social media? Well, oh, yeah. Oh, for goodness sakes! How else would you decide what you're supposed to wear as a kid? If not your peers? What your would own you? imagination. Well, nowadays you it'd be- might wear underwear on your head if you had no no influence anywhere. <laughs> Please don't. To what you're supposed to wear? What? Yes, Sean.
3: Advertising stuff that's oh, yeah. being Ads. more and more targeted at kids. Ads on TV. Sure.
2: Yep. yep. Anyway, so watch out for this. I guess. Um, I can see how when you get into the high school age, it could be a bigger deal. Um, when it matters so much more, and it all seems so damn important. And God, I thank God I don't feel that way anymore. But my kids, I'm gonna have to live with them through it. That's just that's the worst thing that that uh, uh, nature has done to human beings is give us that period of life where we're so freaking desperate to fit in.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, I was just casting my memory back to high school. I remember it well. Gladys! Gladys! Whoa! There she is. I'm sorry, I shouldn't yell. She's A, hard of hearing, B, a World War one vet. Yeah. But she's got to play the harp, or why are we paying her? Right. Yeah, that's a good point, too. I'm sorry I yelled, Gladys. I remember back to high school, first couple of years in high school, I was wearing a lot of hand me downs and like used stuff. And and, and it, occasionally it'd be a little offbeat compared to my peers. And I was, I felt bad about it for a while until I gained the self confidence to just realize I, I got my own thing. You know what? The, the rest of you, you're dressed like a bunch of drones. Go ahead. I don't care. I'm not doing that. And I got comfortable with it. It was, it was great. Um, but, You know, of course, you know, I kind of tend toward that sort of personality anyway. But, yeah, I remember being uncomfortable with some of the the crap I threw on. (laughs) I still remember there was this one pair of, like, brown pinstriped pants with, like, light, like, cream pinstripes. Like, dress slacks and a concert t-shirt. And it was kind of a strange look. And I remember thinking, this looks idiotic. Now I think it looks like funky, cool Brad Pitt, in retrospect. I got, like, pinstripe suit pants and a concert t-shirt on. It's kind of funky cool. I didn't think it at the time. Why did God
2: make us so we care so much about what other people think of us, though, at that age?
1: So we'd have the protection of the herd, probably?
2: So we wouldn't get outside the herd enough to... uh... To have not, lions eat on to us. To not
1: survive. Chew on us. <laughs> to not
2: be able to find a mate and procreate, which is what our genes are wanting to do.
1: Yes. Our genes are wanting to take off our genes. Right. Primarily.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. We're, we're driven to be enough like the rest of the people, particularly the successful people, and successful in high school would be popular. Um, we're driven enough to be like them that we, too, can find a mate and procreate.
1: Right. Right. And, you know, I hate to come off as the Buddha over here. I'm a little more hot tempered than the Buddha in classic a literature. Little. You settle down over there. I'll kick your yin right in the <laughs> yang. Um, so, uh, but it, it, like everything, it's about balance. Balance. If you're slavish about fitting in, you're going to make yourself miserable. If you're wildly hardcore anti-fitting in, you're probably going to make yourself miserable. We were talking about earlier. The Trump administration is trying to reform some immigration laws where you can't come into the country, then immediately start sucking on the delicious, delicious taxpayers' teat Ooh. and draining the taxpayers dry. Ew. That was your intention the whole time. You're not productive. You're just a drain. And they're saying, listen, it's always been the rules, you can't do that. We're making sure everybody understands those are the rules, and we're making that a priority. That is a thing again, as the kids say. And you have the, the corporate media acting like he's called for the summary, uh, jailing and execution of anybody who's more tan than me. I mean, it's just, it's idiotic. Back to balance. Order without compassion is brutality. Ask the protesters in the Chinese airport. They're about to feel it. Oh, and we have an update from the uh, the Hong Kong airport, I should say. Order without compassion is brutality and fascism. Compassion without order is chaos and ugliness. you got to have a balance. Uh, I want to give you a little more on how they're using artificial
2: intelligence to help managers understand soft management skills and explain what those are. They're they're all the rage, apparently, now, and having a happy company.
1: Apparently, I need to learn some, as Positive Sean is practically shell-shocked from my, my shoutings.
2: We got the, <laughs> uh, the update on the protesters in Hong Kong, among a couple other things we want to catch you up on. And if you haven't heard the Marianne Williamson uh, screed, she's running for president. It's fantastic.
1: Oh, well, I've heard it. I've loved it. I've made it part of my life. It's next
2: on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Americans are slow to wake up. Once we do wake up,
1: we slam it like nobody's business. Slam it. Slam,
0: slam, slam. slam it. Slam it. Slam
1: it. Slam it. Slam it. Slam it
3: for president because it is time for this generation of Americans
1: to slam it. That's Marianne Williamson who's running for president. I feel 50% more alive when I hear that. Oh, good. She, that's fantastic. She has my vote.
2: She's more or less done. I think anybody that's not on the debate stage this time around, what are you still doing, right? right. I don't know. Hoping for a comeback, I guess,
1: anyway. Promoting your next appearance? Slam it. Slam it. Slam it, slam it. Slam it Marianne. Take your own advice. So she hasn't qualified? Uh, no. Latest, oh, no.
2: Latest poll that is out. and Slam one it. Damn it. One of the problems I have with a lot of polls is they, they all go about it differently, trying to, 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 uh, to come up with something that matters. And I get that, and I understand that. Because national polls, as we've been saying for years, are stupid. They don't tell you anything. That's the, not, not the way we do it. It's not the way we choose presidents. It's not the way we choose candidates. But then you got the, you know, if you look at the Iowa poll, that's just one state. So here's another trend that people are coming up with where you look at the first several states together. You just look at that in a poll because the candidates are spending a lot of time in those states. People are actually meeting them and paying attention to the issues. Seems reasonable. So here's a poll of Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, and Nevada. Those are your first contests. Joe Biden's up three since last week. Hmm. Uh, Bernie's down one, Elizabeth's down five, and Kamala's down two. So Joe Biden is now at 35% to Elizabeth Warren's, or I'm sorry, to Bernie Sanders. Bernie's in second when you include all those states at 18. So Biden's got basically double that. than Elizabeth Warren at 11. Here's the only reason I bring up the poll. Tom Steyer has moved into a four-way tie for fourth place. What? Having announced he is tied at 6% with Kamala Harris, Pete Boot-Edge-Edge edge, and Cory Booker. Edge-Edge, they say. Now, Booker, Boot-Edge-Edge, edge, and Harris obviously have been in the race for a long time and are at 6%. Yes. Tom Steyer just announced about a week ago he's the impeach Trump ads you see everywhere. He's a billionaire, Jack. Uh, and he is uh, tied for that spot. So maybe he's an up-and-comer? I have no idea. You know, it's fine. holding steady. though. actually growing his share since last week.
1: A lot of these yahoos, uh they have some truth to their wacky, wacky message. Tom Steyer heard an interview with the guy. He was talking about the outsized influence of lobbyists on policy. Sure. And, and he's right. Now, much like Bernie, who, who pitches a similar uh, you know, uh, style of rhetoric, his solution is to make the government even bigger and more powerful but come up with super great ways to keep anybody from influencing this giant colossus that will control every bit of our lives, and every dollar of our incomes will flow through it. Yes, we are so smart and brave and cool, we can prevent that colossus, like the Chinese government, from becoming corrupt. I mean, that is naivete that just, it it horrifies me. But the guy is saying some stuff that probably ought to be heard, and he's got enough money to, to finance his own campaign.
2: Um, Biden did say the other day at the Iowa State Fair, there are at least three genders, which I thought was uh, interesting.
1: Is he he slamming it
2: with the three genders talk?
1: He is. Anyway, no matter what you are, male, female, some, neither, either, the 54 that were on Facebook, you need to slam it.
2: Hey, managers, you can now practice firing someone in virtual reality. This is going to become a thing, I guess. Where you got a virtual reality uh, human being sitting in front of you, you're looking at it through your goggles, and you get to practice firing them. And this virtual, over and over again. And thanks to artificial intelligence and all the stuff that they've done to figure out human emotions. If you're too blunt with Barry, that's the guy you're firing
1: here. Barry, and, sit down. I'm afraid this isn't going to be pleasant for either of us, but mostly for you.
2: <laughs> if you're too blunt with Barry, he'll put his head in his hands. Other missteps could cause him to shout and yell. Like setting him on fire. I'd, do that.
3: <laughs> I'd be horrible at this. Okay, he puts his head in his hands. Can I make him just curl into a ball and cry? Oh, jeez. Like, like, but it's not like, a video Because well, it's
2: an algorithm. It's a computer. Yeah. You're wanting to see how good it is. Yeah, oh, I understand. Yeah, yeah. That.
1: How far do these person? programmers go? <laughs> not an actual person. Barry, to describe your work as crap would be to slander crap. I mean, your work is awful. Like, the head goes in his hands. Barry,
2: not only are you a bad employee, I am sleeping with your wife. <laughs> <laughs>
3: did they program in a the band
1: start to chant Barry? Program in
3: a, a throw a chair at the, at the boss response. Ooh, right. Can ooh. I get to that level?
2: This might seem bizarre, even dystopian, but virtual reality is gaining momentum as a training tool. I'm reading from MIT Technology Review. Hmm? I subscribe. MIT, wow. Uh, the technology can provide a heightened sense of realism that aids the learning process to learn soft management skills that's the hot new thing you not you you didn't even know the hot new thing, did you? No look at you completely unaware of the hot new thing. I was. Soft management skills are
1: ranked among the most important for any organization. Does that involve radical candor because that's hot. I heard about that one actually it probably does yeah. You want to be honest, completely honest, but uh, sensitive in how you deliver the information. That stuff I said about crap, uh, Barry, I feel terrible about that. And speaking of terrible, let's discuss your work.
2: (laughs) Uh, We're seeing repeated interest in building training products around interviewing skills, navigating difficult conversations, consultive selling, performance reviews, and identifying diversity and inclusion best practices. Those are all soft
1: management so, skills. You just, I, I stopped paying attention. I know what?
2: those are all just words. I don't know what they, I don't know that they mean anything or will oh, do anything. Dar. Like you need hard management skills. Have 15 of these done by Friday or you're fired. Those are hard management skills. Okay. You got 16 done. Here's some extra money for you. Those are hard management skills. I think those work a lot better.
3: How does Barry feel about all this?
2: I don't know. <laughs> He looks kind of uh he looks in this picture right here, he looks kinda of okay with being fired. All right.
3: Yeah. I guess I'll head on home then. I had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: I'm What's, just the latest round. It'll probably be you next, yeah. he's thinking, yeah.
0: What's coming up in your news, Marshal? Well, Hong Kong protests continue as Beijing moves military in place outside that city. Guys, latest dating techniques called dog fishing. And we've got two music icons accused of sexual misconduct. No. Coming up.
2: I just saw a video out of Hong Kong that could be the turning point. Yes, I'm afraid it may be. Yeah, so stay tuned all on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty. <laughs>
2: headline on NBC News. I'm looking at it right now. Drinking bleach will not cure cancer or autism, FDA warns. Oh, Wow. Do not get in the way of Darwin.
3: Wow.
1: No kidding. You gotta be warned by the government that drinking bleach doesn't cure autism? Jiminy.
2: And also this from Jonah Goldberg on the Twitter. They should repurpose that movie they canceled and make it about hunting left-handed people. <laughs> That's on today, National <laughs> Left-Handed Day.
1: Oh, man.
2: You're le- if you know somebody left-handed, give them some flowers or candy or something. It's right.
1: National Left-Handed I'll Day. take him.
0: I am left-handed.
1: Yeah. So and is my youngest. I'm, uh, oppressed.
0: Oppressed, let say. News Now with Marshall Phillips. Yeah, well, we've got more videos now showing a mass Chinese military presence in the Hong Kong border amid large-scale protests in the region. China's state media was said to be getting tanks ready in a major drill after months of protests. The footage shows... Drill? That ain't no drill. The footage showing scores of heavily armored vehicles with more vehicles stationed in an empty sports stadium. They're gradually moving those in and positioning them. Well,
2: here's the video that's making the rounds now that is going to lead to the bloodshed today. So you got a bunch of the protesters beating down a Hong Kong policeman, and the video has gone viral and so he beat this down guy down really good. And that's all the Chinese government right. needs as to why they need to step in and protect. Yep. That was not a good move by right. the Chinese protesters.
0: As you mentioned, Ryan Police on scene now at the airport, which has canceled all flights again for a second day. Protesters are shining their laser pointers at the police and dashing back and forth. That's probably where that, uh, that video came from, the beatdown. The uh, protesters have now barricaded the bridges around the airport with baggage carts, and they are doing a full-fledged standoff.
1: So do you think uh, today's the day, or the airport's the place in the next couple of days? I think
2: with this video of them beating down that police officer, they've got the cover they need to go in and take care of business. Yeah, yep. I heard, uh, and again... Wouldn't you in the United States be able to, at that point, send in the cops and really start... Doing some mayhem.
1: Right. I was listening to a little news as I was getting a little more caffeine juice. And um, and they were saying, this is a terrible look for the protesters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is going to give justification to the Chinese blah. Oh. And I think they're right. They discovered this guy was an undercover cop, or they thought he was, and beat him down. And denied him medical care, and he was unconscious. And the video is going around the world now. So, yikes. I mean, Listen. Listen. The Chinese government is going to come and beat the hell out of jail, kill all those people because they're resisting the power of the Chinese government. It's not because they heard an undercover cop who was trying to infiltrate them. It's because they're because the disobedience and free speech is not permitted in a communist society. Well, here's That's how, why it's going to happen, but this is the excuse.
2: And here's how it will play down. So they're going to go in, they're going to do what Joe just said, and then they're going to take over the streets and, the, and the control of the, the government there and say this is temporary. While we get things calmed down. For everyone's safety. And it will never go back to the way it was before.
1: Correct.
0: Meanwhile, you've got top congressional leaders who want answers about convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein's death. The House Judiciary Committee, Jerry Nadler, and ranking member Doug Collins sending off a letter to the director of the Bureau of Prisons demanding answers to questions about the agency's intake protocol and suicide prevention program. So they've sent off a strongly worded letter. So we'll see what happens with
2: that. Yeah, I just saw Ben Shapiro tweeting, and I like it when smart people agree with me. I think we're going to find out. It's just the in, sort of incompetence yeah. that you have at most federal institutions.
0: Right, That's what you it's going to end up being.
1: fire in. anybody. It's cush, right?
0: Now, switching gears, men who post photos on dating apps of themselves with a dog can be seen as a lot more likable or approachable or even nurturing by women. And since a lot of men know this, some of them are posting photos with dogs that aren't theirs this is a trend that the washington post has called dog fishing the post notes that while it's not exactly a lie since the men did take a photo with the dog some daters view it as a veiled form of deception
2: well are you claiming the dog's yours or is it just a you and a dog it's a prop yeah, the if I take a picture next to a waterfall, I don't own the waterfall. I just uh, just happen to be in the area. Yeah, there's no assumption of waterfall ownership in that picture, <laughs> right, though, Jack. Completely right. different scenario. <laughs> um, uh, so much
3: of the the whole app dating scene is just based on essentially a series of six pictures, right. maybe a small paragraph uh, summarizing. Oh, I like to go apple picking, and you know other lies that you tell people on first dates. Uh, but yeah, so the and there are there are female. Profiles that have I probably just swiped for your dog, right? So th- this is a known, oh. a known oh, okay.
1: thing. What if uh, my buddy Greg, who trains canine officers, what if uh, can I get a picture of me being attacked by a dog? <laughs> would that be uh, a turn on for girls as well? Are there? I'm any... on my back, crying for mercy.
2: Are there any popular dating sites, like popular ones, where pictures aren't included, where it's actually just about a description of you, who you are, that you're aware of?
3: Not, not that I can. Think just of, not no. a thing. No, Boy, that's why would rough. I go on there?
2: Well, Ryan, that, that's rough. That, that's got to be rough for people. Yeah, it is. I mean, because it then it's all about is. what you can present on your mm-hmm. photo. And yeah. Your, ah.
0: The Philadelphia Orchestra has just rescinded an invitation to opera legend Placido Domingo after the Associated Press reveals sex harassment claims. Oh, one of the, no. Is he one of the three tenors?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Or not. I don't know. He's, he's the one we is. know, right? Yeah. Him oh. and uh, Pavarotti. Right. And then there's He's, the third Isn't guy. he uh, no longer with us? He died. Pavarotti's passed. He's eating pasta with right. God now. Yep. Yeah.
0: Nine women telling the Associated Press they were sexually harassed by Domingo, with some of the encounters account- uh, taking place at opera companies in which he held a top management oh, position.
1: I would like to grab your bottom. You may not grab my bottom. <laughs> I love the opera. Oh, it's good stuff.
0: (laughs) Meanwhile, an actor who was in Katy Perry's 2010 music video, Teenage Dream, is accusing the singer of sexual misconduct. Oh, no. Joss Kloss gave his account. (sighs) Please. Of what happened. Get a real name, Joss Kloss. Is this a dude? Yes. Yes. This was in an Instagram post uh, this week. He said, Perry... Pulled out his sweatpants and underwear to show a couple of her guy friends in the crowd his penis. <laughs> oh boss my. said the incident yeah, made him feel right. pathetic and embarrassed, but said that after the video, Perry's representatives prevented him from talking about talking about working with her and what had happened. So he's now decided to come forward. A
2: guy who's unhappy, Katy Perry, is talking about his penis.
0: Uh, he said that a
3: part of this was a lot of the, the portrayal of men in power being a problem. He said,
1: No, when women are in power, they can be a problem too was part of his reasoning. Behind Interesting. It. Speaking of yep. fame, Britney Spears made eighty trips to Target last year, according to the New York Post. Back to you,
2: Marshall. <laughs> well that's more than one a week. So that's pretty often to Target. That's sure your news. I mean we go to Target quite a bit. We go to Target we might go to Target sixty times a year, so <gasps> If you, well, you got, she's well, she's we know. Uh, she's living <laughs> a, roughly,
1: how many times? Britney she's Spears living a similar
2: lifestyle. She's a mom with kids and everything right? like
1: that. Hey, you go to Target a lot. In the Las Vegas Target, right? Is she still doing her uh, her, her little act no, there in I, Vegas? I, uh, I think that's on hold. Oh, no. You say as if I'm being warned. Oh, no. <laughs> I was about to fly to Vegas and go see it.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, my God. It's good to be an American where you can discuss how many times Brittany's been to Target. And you're not in an airport
0: in Hong Kong fighting for your life. Uh, I, there you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm struggling getting show that conscience of that nation.
2: And, I, so, and like on one of the three tenors, I'm supposed to believe because it's opera and it's classy that some of these divas that got all the adoration and money in the world don't uh, get piggish.
1: Well, especially oh, you're talking about to be surprising to me years ago in show business. I'm not saying it's right, but right, yeah, no. I'm 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 sorry, I am not shocked by that. Well,
0: I do right. be- I do believe that some of the great opera tenors were uh, quite the lovers, quite the you know men about town.
1: I, I remember uh, yeah. talking to Mike Rowe about the fact that he uh, was yeah. uh, he sang in the opera yeah. as a young man. He's got a beautiful voice, and um, he said he was one of the few straight guys around. So it was uh, it was it was happy hunting. I'll leave it there. Yep. I'm not going to make any claims for Mike. He can speak for himself. His his line is 80%
2: of the men had 0% interest in 100% of the women.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which gave him his uh, his chances. Which uh, made his dating prospects quite rosy.
2: I had some Good tidbits from Pavarotti's... There's a biography right. out about him, and I, I highlighted <clears throat> him and brought him to the show. There was some <clears throat> interesting stuff in there, but I don't remember all of them. It's like how many calories he took in during a performance. Part of his, his during deal was, the yeah, performance? Like, Part of his deal was he had a full, like, lavish right. buffet that had to be backstage. Right. And between songs, he would just... He'd take in, like, 10,000 calories dur- during a, uh, an opera. Wow.
1: Right. Wow dinner table events you know it's funny looking at him you wouldn't think that and every a giant fat guy <laughs> <laughs> and and before
2: every performance because he was always worried he yeah. couldn't hit the note right. before he'd walk out there he'd say i go to die when he <gasps> walked out on stage which is one That's of my favorite good. lines of a
3: performer oh I, go I go to die you say that every day
2: before the show yep, absolutely <laughs> i go to die wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got it going on though. If you can travel with a full buffet, like the guy. Slicing off prime rib. Sure. Just all, the whole thing. Got everywhere you go. He's got that red lamp.
1: He's ready to go. He's got the... That's the horseradish. That's the cream. All the, 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 the time all everywhere. Man. Right, exactly. I got do. some crab legs in an aluminum <laughs> pan right. thing there. And
2: then pudding of some sort. Does the
1: prime rib guy, does he do the omelets too, or is that a different guy? <laughs> oh, a different guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. different oh, okay. guy. He's all standing right. there with his pans, just kind of waiting for Pavarotti <laughs> to come backstage. Traveling with you at all time. Oh, Let boy. me see. I would like the, uh, the mushroom and the ham in the cheese the Swiss cheese. Just <laughs> throwing him in a pan. Is it required that he sings everything?
2: Yeah. No, this is how he
3: speaks. <laughs> <is>. You idiota.
0: <laughs>
2: idiota.
0: Yeah, very gotcha. lyrically. Yeah. Uh,
2: we're keeping our eye on uh, Hong Kong. I think it is going to go down after that video has uh, gone viral.
1: Slice
2: me some roast beef from the end.
1: Where it's extra delicious, is
3: <laughs> Oh, man.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Week and a video that claimed without any evidence that former President Bill Clinton and former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton were responsible for Epstein's death. <laughs> really? Really? That's your theory? I'm not saying the Clintons don't have any power. They could definitely get a reservation at any restaurant in New York City. <laughs> Party of four, seven o'clock on a Saturday, maybe not. But... Masterminding a scheme to assassinate a high-profile prisoner in a maximum security, federal, custody. They couldn't even mastermind a visit to Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. But Trump clearly thinks. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Back to Hong Kong, where things are ugly and getting uglier. So we mentioned there's a viral video going around of some of the protesters beating down a Hong Kong policeman and beating him down really good. Well, why might have they had done that? Why, what might them, what might have caused them to reach that level of uh, anger? Hong Kong police are now dressing like protesters, infiltrating the protests, starting fights. Then the cops come in and beat up the protesters. Ah. And they got a picture here, a video here of a guy on the ground, blood all around him. So they go and dress as protesters, get the fights going, then have a reason to go in. Yeah. And that's the Hong Kong police.
1: Right. Trying to, yeah, the undercover guys are trying to give a pretext to to the authorities to come in and smash heads. So the protesters don't like it. So they beat them down. I just, uh, you know, the idea that you can handle this correctly as the protesters is a fiction. It's just, this ends badly, very badly. At least in the short term. Long term, if there's any hope, I'm I'm clinging to the idea that there is, but I doubt it.
2: I just came across a Jeb Bush tweet, which I wouldn't have expected that I would be
1: uh, repeating. Low energy tweet, I'm sure.
2: He's probably enjoying a, a tweet where he's uh, criticizing the Trump uh, presidency. Jeb 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 got the worst end of the Trump deal, didn't he? I mean, he he, he pretty much yeah. got pantsed and embarrassed and Jebra. I mean, I realize that was the Saturday Night Live version, but that's kind of what went on there. Yeah. You know, it, was, it was pretty yeah. emasculating. Yeah. Anyway, Jeb Bush with this tweet. Revenue up 3%, spending up 8% equals a deficit for the year of almost $900 billion in 10 months. D.C. doesn't care.
1: Good for and you, Jeb. Jeb. Please clap. I'm, go- um, I'm glad he tweeted that. It's It's good somebody is. But, uh, again, like the uh, Hong Kong protesters, uh, for the good it'll do them.
2: Minneapolis becomes the first Ameri- major American city to ban new drive through windows. So they're not going to go and close down you if you already got a drive through window, but no more building anything with a drive through window. Wow. Then, I, then I suppose eventually they might even get to the ones that exist. Environmental thing? Or? Well, it's kind of interesting. So I was looking through this. It has been tried in various places before. Uh, one of them was for in uh in a town in California they closed down the drive through window for obesity reasons to curb <laughs> obesity I was like can i help curb obesity
1: oh you walk in you burn hey. some calories yeah. man i was at i met a buddy at uh, a starbucks the other day um, yeah, i had doing him a little favor and um and the uh, the line was astounding at the drive through. I mean, it was it, it had to be fifteen cars. I mean, it might have been twenty. It was yeah. wrapped around the whole parking lot and practically out to the street. Then I walk in a place friggin' empty. That's always
2: that's that's the regular Starbucks experience. Is that Is it, right? You wait in okay. line for twenty minutes or walk right in and get it instantly. Hmm. Your choice. I'm a walk in person, but yeah. Anyway, uh, they're banning them in Minneapolis for uh, climate reasons. Cars idling in the drive through. Ah, yes. God dang it. China's building something like 1,000 coal plants a month or something. I mean, some insane number. Um, I don't think us not idling in drive throughs is going to make that much difference, but uh, we'll see.
1: Everybody's got to do their part, Jack. Mm. So It's like the old saying that if you just save $1 per day, every day you put aside that dollar and save it, by the end of the year you'll have very little money. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the climate change thing yeah if everybody pitches in just a little bit the end of the year will have accomplished nothing
2: uh drive throughs and new gas stations both targeted in one plan no new gas no stations? new gas oh, stations. for god's sake try to get people driving less and riding more <laughs> bikes i'm gonna stop driving i just i can't find any gas <laughs> i guess i'll radically change the structure of my entire life Because there's not a gas
1: station close by. You utopians, you're wackadoos. Yeah, I'd say. Final thoughts with Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Never before
2: have so few done so little for no one in particular. The Armstrong and Getty show.
1: There you go. Here's your host, Joe Getty. All right, then, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Positive Sean, what's your final thought for us? Yes, I would like to cede the remainder of my time to one
3: presidential candidate, Marianne Williamson.
1: Slam it. Slam it. Yes. (laughs) Love it. Marshall Phillips, slam it with your final thought. All
0: right. I just want to send out my best to the Hong Kong protesters. Take care. Keep your head low, my friends. All right, then. And Michelangelo, your final thought. Want to wish a happy left-hander day to all the Southpaws out
1: there. Want to Mm -hmm. make sure you don't feel left out. Hey, uh, I, hey, what, no. see what I did there? What are we, seven years old? <laughs> uh, Jack, a final thought you'd like to share? Uh, I was trying to find the
2: name. I came across this, there's this porn star making the rounds. She's got a book, and she's doing interviews. I'd never heard of her before, but I guess she's a big deal. She's like the third most popular porn star in the country or something like that. All right. Talking about how she made $12,500 total. In her career as a as a porn star, we've always wondered about the whole: is everybody a star? Even the stars make no money, according to her. Wow! I don't know what I don't know if we're supposed
1: to feel sorry for. You would think or... her high school career counselor would have said something about that? Uh, my final thought is: uh, what's greater, your net worth, or what A Rod had in his car? <laughs> Half a million dollars worth of crap stolen from Alex Rodriguez's uh, rental car. He says that number is exaggerated. Uh, But he will not put a figure on the loss of his jewelry, his electronics, and whatever else he had in there.
2: Who's traveling around with hundreds of thousands? As a guy. Right. Anybody, but a guy especially. Hundreds of thousands of dollars (laughs) worth of jewelry. Ankle bracelets and pinky rings and chains. Big Mm. diamond earrings. Nose rings.
1: Tongue piercings. Nice. Probably got like two three uh, $125,000 wristwatches in there. That
2: have to travel with you because...
1: Oh. Well, what if he's wearing a, a black suit, right? you yeah. got to switch out your wristwatch. Armstrong and Getty, uh, wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, we've got great clicks. You can email us. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com.
2: We will see you tomorrow, hopefully with not a lot of carnage out of Hong Kong, but I think it might be. God bless America.
0: Uh, What you're doing. It is
1: time for this generation of Americans to slam it. Armstrong and Getty.